This is a Thinking Aloud podcast brought to you by BNP Paribas Security Services. I'm Alan Cameron, and in this edition, I'm joined by Gary O'Brien, who's our custody product manager in Asia. Gary, welcome to Thinking Aloud. Thank you. In this episode, we're going to focus on China Access. And China Access wraps up a number of different routes into investing in China. I think it'd be helpful if you were to explain some of them briefly to us. Maybe we could begin with bonds. Yes, yeah, sure. If we start on the bond side of the market, there's three different access routes that people can use to invest in bonds in China. The first one and the most historic one is the QFI scheme. So the QFI scheme looks at investments across many different um, investment types, including bonds. And it's a solution where investors had to get a quota to be able to invest into the market. After that, the next one that was launched is CIBM Direct. And CIBM Direct is a bond-focused investment scheme where you have to contract with an onshore agent in China. The final scheme on the bond side that was launched is Bond Connect. And Bond Connect is a scheme that is accessing Chinese bonds through Hong Kong. So you can add it to your standard global custody portfolio through a standard global custody structure. And what we're seeing is those different schemes continue to evolve and continue to coexist. And for equities? On the equity side, as I already mentioned, you can use QFI. But alongside that as well, there's a couple of different Stock Connect routes. The original Stock Connect solution was the China-Hong Kong Stock Connect model. And that, similar to Bond Connect that I mentioned earlier, is a route into Chinese equities via Hong Kong. So again, it can be part of your standard global custody portfolio. The most recent one, which launched in 2019, is the Shanghai-London Stock Connect, which is a, a route into Chinese equities as a DR type instrument through the London market. This all sounds quite complex or even complicated. Is it really the case that the China market is opening up? Is the activity taking place in all these different schemes? So what I can say is we do have clients who are active in each one of those schemes, including the Shanghai London Stock Connect, which, as I said, launched very recently. What we are seeing, though, is that the, the level of investment via each scheme varies dramatically. But the reality is the market is definitely opening up. I think that is where part of this complexity comes from. Historically, China has developed as a very domestic-focused market. And as a result, the standard global models that we see, whether it be about T plus 2 settlement, whether it be about delivery versus payment uh, or something else, has not really been a need in the China market till date. And so what we're seeing now is that the market really does want to encourage international investment. And so there is a lot of focus on understanding what international investors need and developing solutions that meet those requirements. So which of these routes into China are investors most interested in? So today what we see is that the Connect schemes are the greater volume schemes. And, and this is because investors generally want to add their China exposure into their existing global custody model and not have to connect to a China-based custodian as a bespoke arrangement. 
That being said, the situation really does vary from investor to investor. So we do see a number of investors who are favoring the onshore schemes because it gets them closer to the local market and what is happening. And it really comes to a point of individual investor preference over which model that they will go for. Okay. Of the Connect schemes, which one is most successful and why? As we sit here today, the China Hong Kong Stock Connect solution is the one that has the most investors with over 7,000 investors live and the most daily activity. But there's a couple of reasons that we should expect that to be the case. It's the Connect scheme that's been around the longest and it's the one that has been most impacted by the recent index inclusion events to bring uh, passive investors into the Chinese market. Where are these investors coming from? So investors are coming from all over the world and if we look at the, the scope of investors of our clients that, that are active, we're seeing, yes, a lot of activity from Asian investors as you would expect, but in recent months we've seen a lot of growth from European investors and US investors and that causes a challenge in itself in a market like the China market which is a T plus zero solution. What are the services that we bring to the China Hong Kong Stock Connect? So one of our key solutions in this marketplace is a solution we call our multi-approved partner broker solution or our MAP model. And what the MAP model brings to our clients is an ability to reduce the settlement risk in a T plus zero environment because they trade with counterparts who also use us as a custodian or a clearer and so that internalizes settlement. What that means is they are no longer reliant on the market batches of China to Hong Kong Stock Connect and they can settle with their counterpart when they have the cash or the stock available and vice versa on the other side. So it removes a lot of the risk and they also have the ability to implement a one-sided settlement model where they rely on the broker's instruction in the market to facilitate the market settlement. Is T plus zero not rather challenging for investors from other time zones? Absolutely, it causes a lot of challenge for a lot of investors across the world. And a lot of people ask, is there a plan for China to move to T plus two to mirror what happens elsewhere in the world? And when you talk to the market regulators or the exchanges in China, they actually talk about the rest of the world should be looking towards moving to a T plus zero settlement model to reduce settlement risk. So it's quite an interesting situation we find ourselves in. I think the reality is that China will be on T plus zero for the foreseeable future and the rest of the world needs to find these solutions from their providers to be able to mitigate the risk that that creates. Okay. How do we help clients cope with T plus zero? So I think if I, I look a little bit wider than T plus zero as well, our role as an expert in the China Access Solutions is to really dig deep with our clients and understand what their particular pain points are and a lot of them do focus on T plus zero as a pain point and bring them the solutions that can help facilitate that. So as I mentioned earlier, the MAP model is a clear example of something that we have developed that is very unique in the market because it is a multi-broker integrated solution whereas our peers often have an integrated solution that is mono-broker. So it allows them to reduce the settlement risk that you would see with a T plus zero settlement cycle 
But at the same time, they can maintain their multi-broker trading model that they are used to having in other markets. You've had a lot of experience in this, Gary. Are there any other points that you think is worth highlighting? I think what is worth highlighting is it is very clear that the market authorities want to continue to grow international investment into China. And as a result, they are really interested to understand from investors and their providers what other changes need to come in order to facilitate the growth of activity. It sounds like you're living through a period of great change. Can you predict what's going to happen next? Absolutely. What we can see is that China is another area of Asian markets where we're seeing a lot of change and that's going to continue. I think we can look at the different schemes and we'll see that there will be changes to each of them. So QFI is going to continue to evolve its rules. When we look at the Connect schemes out of Hong Kong, there may be a coming together in the way that they are structured to make it easier for investors across those different solutions. And it, what that means is we may see new solutions in FX hedging, in securities lending and repo solutions, and access to different areas of the market that we haven't seen before. And then the final piece, of course, is the Shanghai to London Connect scheme. And what we'll see there is an increase in the number of GDRs listed to allow investors access to a wider portion of the Chinese market. Gary, thank you very much for joining us today. This has been a Thinking Aloud podcast brought to you by BNP Paribas Security Services. The information contained within this recording is believed to be reliable, but BNP Paribas Security Services does not warrant its completeness or accuracy. Opinions and estimates contained herein constitute BNP Paribas Security Services' judgment and are subject to change without notice. BNP Paribas Security Services and its subsidiaries shall not be liable for any errors, omissions or opinions contained within this recording. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any financial instrument. For the avoidance of doubt, any information contained within this recording will not form an agreement between parties. Additional information is available on request, and our full regulatory disclaimer can be found by visiting our website, securities.bnpparabar.com.